If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. What's up, everyone? My name is Matt. And my name is Kate. And we are your hosts of the Craft House Cinema Podcast. Craft House Cinema celebrates all of the history, people, places, fuck-ups, and triumphs that go into the production of two of the world's greatest art forms, beer and movies. We also love hearing from you. Follow us on Instagram at Craft House Cinema to join the discussion. So crack open a cold one, watch some good movies, and hang out with us. On the Craft House Cinema Podcast. Men should act like men, and light beer should taste like beer. Uh, light beer, please. Sure. Do you care how it tastes? Nah, I don't care how it tastes. Okay, well, when you start caring, put down your purse and I'll give you a Miller Lite. Continuing. I don't care, I just got one of these. Well, that's the second unmanly thing you've done today. <laughs> Whoa, that's not a Miller Lite. No, light beer is light beer. Um, no, Miller Lite has more taste. I'll strike two. One more, I'm taking your man card. Hi everyone, I'm Caroline King. And I'm Ashley Powers, and you're listening to Bitch Beer. What we want to do here at Bitch Beer is shine a light on the women who brew, market, distribute, serve, and love beer in the hopes that their stories will inspire the women and men who haven't taken the plunge. Craft beer doesn't have to be scary. Very rarely will you come across a gatekeeping hipster who asks questions like a troll who quizzes your nerd knowledge once he sees you in a Star Wars shirt. But why isn't it more openly female-friendly? Craft beer ads are rife with burly men lugging 50-pound bags of hops, and women make cameos as eye candy. To those on the outside, especially women, it can feel like a boys' club where no level of disguise will get us in. We hope by the end of this season you feel not only welcome, but unabashedly unafraid to drink craft. Today, we are bringing you a very special episode, our first ever collaboration. We hung out with Tanner and Jared, the guys of Brew Chat Podcast, on the Atlanta Beer Bus. This episode is broken into some sections, so we want to give you a rundown so you can keep up. First of all, we talked to Travis, the founder of the aforementioned Atlanta Beer Bus, which served as the hub of our adventure that day. Scofflaw Brewery was one of the many stops on our tour, so you'll hear us take a tour of the brewery with Tessa, their self-proclaimed beer nerd. And lastly, we sit down with Brew Chat and Travis and Brandon of the Beer Bus to recap our day. So buckle your seatbelt and come along for the ride. Just kidding, there's no seatbelts on the Beer Bus. But for people who are idiots and don't know yet, tell <laughs> us about the Atlanta Beer Bus. Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. So we are Atlanta's only hop on, hop off brewery shuttle. So we have 10 total stops, which are seven breweries, a cidery, a distillery, and a MARTA station. And we go in a continuous loop and we can take people all over the city and try the best beers in Atlanta, all for 15 bucks a day. That's so cool and so long overdue. And I know, right? You guys haven't <laughs> been um, you guys haven't been active for too long. How how's the city responding to it? This is week number six for us, and it has grown every week since we started. And now the last couple of weeks it's been exponential. So uh, we're looking forward to another huge weekend That's this week. So exciting! And what's a common thing that people say as they're like getting off when they you know hit that sixth stop? And they're done. Uh, two biggest comments we get are, you guys could charge so much more for this. <laughs> and uh, the other is, 
just having a beer nerd on the bus is worth the fifteen dollars in and of itself. Yeah, and that, I can't believe it's only fifteen bucks. Yeah, I, that really does blow my mind. That's amazing. Yeah. And we're so lucky too in Atlanta to have so many like really good breweries that are like close around each other where we can do some sort of shuttle. Totally. Yeah. And we hopefully we're going to move into a second route where which connects this one to the eastern breweries in Decatur so cool. and Eventide nice. and Torch Top and places like the Brick Store and the Porter hopefully at some point. Oh, so yeah. yeah. So we want to really connect all of Atlanta beer. That's super cool. And uh, what has the brewery responses been? They actually love it because we bring a whole new group of people that may or may not have gone out to breweries and we are out there marketing and getting our name out there as much as possible to bring life to the Atlanta beer culture. And we're finding a lot of people that didn't even know we had more than two breweries in town. That's so, awesome. uh, yeah, they're really excited because they understand that we are actively promoting their breweries and we want people to stop and get off the bus and try something new, get outside their comfort zone. That was my biggest thing. Anytime I'm with some people, it's like, all right, I know you like IPAs. We're going to do some sours at this next point because try something you haven't tried before and you might actually like it. So I think that's, that's been awesome. real cool. Super exciting. And so you were just telling us no one has yet to date, June, <laughs> June 2nd, I think is today's date. Yes. Have, they have hit all 10 stops so far. Not yet. They have wow. not done it the whole trip yet. Uh, it's, a, it's an undertaking <laughs> and you have to, it's gonna have to be a Saturday. We've had a couple people that were really close, but on Saturdays we have 10 hours to do it. So hitting each stop and knowing that a bus will be 20 to 30 minutes in between. So it takes a lot. You find a brewery that you love and you want to hang out there for a couple hours, but then you're shooting yourself in the foot for the ones towards the end that you're not going to be able to get to. Right. Well, like I said, challenge accepted. I yeah. would Let's love to it. be one of the first, if yeah. not the first, to do it. Yes. We won't record during it because I will make a total ass of myself. No, there will be no <laughs> audio evidence of that. There you go. Just pictures. Um, and so if people are wanting to find out more about the Atlanta Beer Bus, where can they find you guys? Atlantabeerbus.com and we're ATL Beer Bus on all of the social media. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Dad. Well, we're excited for our tour today. Yes, Woo! we're going to have some fun. I'm Tessa. I have worked for the Scofflaw family coming up on five years now. Nice. Um, not consecutively. I worked for them in Arizona, and um, then I left and went to Tampa to Cigar City, and when the laws changed is when I moved over here to Georgia. Uh, so everybody asked me if I know what I got myself into and a hundred percent I did uh, but we have been open coming up on two years in September so it's been a lot of fun I was lucky enough to see the blueprints of Scofflaw before it was even a building um, our brewmaster Travis I worked a little bit with him in Arizona just he helped at Arizona Wilderness and I was always one of their front of the house people there for a while so nice. um, we'll start in the lab the lab is one of my favorite places here so this lab is really cool because I've worked at a lot of really big breweries, uh, Kona Brewing Company, Cigar City. I worked at a lot of small breweries, but this lab is a very, very um, large lab for what we do. Uh, people always like to ask me what the machines are. I could go on and on for days, but I actually don't really know anything about them. <laughs> I like to call this yeast porn because they're making babies. Yeah. Our beer pregnancy test it tells us how the Aww. ABV is. So that's about what I do. Um, I love our pigs in here. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Everybody told Matt, 
So I was brewing and I was working in the front of the house and the back of the house at a brewery. And they told me that I couldn't work in both, so they wouldn't let me bartend anymore. So I went and found a job with Matt and JP. And Matt told me, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna open a brewery one day. And I was like, yeah, that's what everybody says. Yeah. And those are his pigs, because everybody told him when pigs fly. So that's pretty fantastic. There you go. Uh, definitely something that we're on the progressive side of the brewery with is uh, we brew with resin hop. It gets really hot back there, so we don't want to stay back there too long. Um, and when we first brewed our basement, which was our very first beer, uh, they basically gave us an equation that said, if you want a beer that's 100 IBU, this is how much of the resin you're going to use. Um, we did it, it worked great. As we grew and started doing other things and multiplying and growing that function, we realized that our basement is not 100 IBU and that function is not correct. We first thought it was our lab lady, Lindsay, and they gave her a bunch of blind tests of t testing her um, IBUs and ABVs on beers that she knows very well. And she was right on the money with all of them, except for our basement. So reaching out, we figured out that that function is not quite correct, and she's trying to hone it in with a couple other breweries that she works with. Um, she came from Sweetwater. She's phenomenal. Um, a lot of people ask for her, but she's here Monday through Friday. Nice. And, uh, has really made a huge difference in our quality and control here at Scofflaw. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, we all wear a lot of hats. Scofflaw started with eight people. We're now, not including the tasting room, sitting at 16 people. Ooh, wow. I, I kind of end the catch-all. I work a lot with our graphic artists, trying to create things, trying to get, you know, our new keg collars. I brought these back from wow. BrewDog, who we're kind of in a um, contract with for the next year. Um, but always trying to get new ideas. We recently just revamped our cans. You guys are gonna see them be revamped and cleaned up a little bit more. Um, but yeah, most, most of my work is done with Matt and the graphic artists and then with these guys. Um, this brewery was set up very, very smart. Uh, everything happens in a circle, and you can see little caps on the um, on the lines up above. Those were put into place so we could grow um, without having to add additional lines or anything. Oh, um, wow. We are. This is a 15-barrel system. We are moving to a 50-barrel system. Uh, that's a huge reason why we had all of our... Um, construction going on they had to blow out my wall and put in this cool new door to bring our brew deck in because short of bringing it through the roof with a crane we just didn't know what to do this is a boiler for our new brew deck and we didn't it wouldn't fit inside the room we had for the boiler so we had to build a new room on the back side of our brewery so slowly but surely we're getting to the point where we're ready for it it's coming up from st pete which i'm really excited about because that's mm -hmm. where i used to live um and it'll be a fun thing. We're gonna hopefully spray paint it when we move it so everybody can see where it's going across state lines. Very cool. Scoffo loves to do IPAs. I'm an IPA fan, we do barrel-aged stouts. I'm a huge barrel-aged stout fan. I'm also a sour fan and that was something that we weren't doing. But these barrels right here are full of um, our new sour program. We recently bought this building next door to us, I wanna say in the last two weeks. So we're getting ready to blow out that wall and move all of our barrels and some of our stuff in there, which is exciting for me because I'm actually trying to take over this whole part of the brewery <laughs> for the tasting room. That's badass. So um, We get a lot of people who ask us what we do with our barrels after we're done with them. We buy dynamite and we blow shit up. That's what we like to do. That's so cool. Um, Kind of on oh, point yeah, with us. Yeah, yeah no, seriously. Uh, have you ever seen our quality and control video where they took um, out all of our beer that was not quite right and just 
shot it and had <laughs> no. it in payday. And I would love to do a collaborative Bridge Out video. Yes. I do. Buy Dynamite. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, we're known for that brash attitude. Uh, <laughs> normally, all of this is not sitting around, but shared space. We're like on top of each other here. It's kind of crazy. Um, when I first came to visit, it's about three months in, I came to visit Matt and JP, and they had maybe a third of what they have in this cellar area. Um, every day, it's just like set up for success to continue to grow. Uh, we have a centrifuge, which is really cool for us. Not a lot of places have that. It drives me insane that it sits right there right now. Um, but we are working on getting everything put away correctly to where it needs to go. That centrifuge has really helped us with our beer yield. Um, it's also really fun for me because I get to keep all the super hazy kegs in house and all the fun ones. And you know, when I got here, they had basement. They were only using half the taps, and so mirroring our tap lines and then teaching my staff to make sure they pour from both and if one doesn't look the same it might be a different yeast strand it might be an in-house keg making sure that we ha don't have those um, and creating a system to really set that up where you know first in first out uh, hazy kegs go on first making sure that our yeast strains match if they're you know on the same batch you can't have two separate batches of the same keg on eventually we will get to the point where nobody will be able to tell but I'm so picky that <laughs> I can tell um, also, previously, there was a lot of uh, missing communication with the bartenders. They would come in and crawl space, for instance. We brewed it. We liked it, but we didn't like it that much, so we changed the malt strand in it. And then we upped the different hop strand, and then we didn't like that, so we went back to the original hop strand. And now we have what our finished product of crawl space is. We just renamed it Jaywalker. But teaching them, when somebody comes in, they're like, this is not crawl space, not to be like, yeah, it is, but being like, you know, it's different now and this is what's changed in it and this is why it's changed um, and I think that that was something that was kind of missing there for a while and people were getting frustrated especially basement being 100 IBUs teaching them that it's not but t teaching them to tell the story as why, why it's not and why we had to change it and how we are on that progressive side and people really can get on board and support that so nice. that educational part is just key with us here nothing in this brewery was bought secondhand which I think is really cool um, Matt cares a lot about all of his equipment and all of his people making sure that we're all set up for success. Um, little things, I've always, so coming from Cigar City, they have a keg washing area, then they put their kegs on a cart and then they take them over to the keg filling area. This right here, left side washes, right side fills. Nice. That's Ooh. awesome. Right. Pops it down on a scale, it'll tell That's you if it's west. ready. Um, so west. even though we're small, we're gaining that you know, the machines and the equipment that we have that we're going to need that's going to make everybody's jobs easier and faster and, you know, work harder or work smarter, not harder. Uh, we are getting ready to go from 9,000 barrels to 30,000 barrels. Ooh, That'll what? put us in one of the top growing breweries. Um, not biggest brewery, but fastest growing. Um, sure. That's why we are in a contract with BrewDog and everybody gets really confused about that. It is not a contract brewing. Um, it's more of a proprietorship. So basically, our brewmaster, Travis, jumps on a plane, flies up there, brews their, our beer on their system, and sees it until it's packaged, and then he jumps on a plane and flies home and usually meets it here before it hits the distributor. Um, that being said, we get hit a lot for that. I don't really understand that. I mean, Topping and Goliath, contract brews in Florida, like, it, it's nothing wrong as long as people can get your recipe right. It's all about the quality of the person that you're working with. And 
for us, we think BrewDog is kind of the top of the top. So we're excited to continue to work with them. They also kind of had an attitude problem. We also don't always play nice with other people. So one year for us <laughs> was good. It turns out we all get along and we all like to blow shit up. So nice. I think we'll keep them and I think they'll keep us too. <laughs> that is the only place you'll find our beer outside of um, Georgia is in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and that's because them brewing the beer there they're probably a lot like me. If you brew a beer here, I want it in my tap room. Like, I'm that person that's like, what do you mean I can't have that beer? I can't have that beer. Yeah. Um, so we get a lot of people from Ohio who are asking where they can buy our beer, and it's like, uh, you can't. But hopefully that'll be changing. Um, moving across state lines eventually is our goal, but there's a lot of things that you have to, like, hone down in the meantime. A lot of background work, a lot of labels. Uh, you know, you put fruit in your beer, you have to make sure that it's approved by like 25 different people. Um, it, it gets a little crazy. Uh, our bright tanks kind of over here, they're sitting right next to our funk tanks, which are usually at the front part of the brewery where we're putting in the new brew deck. So, I mean, even our tanks are having to share space right now. Um, I stay out of this part of the brewery as much as possible unless I'm going around to see what's up and coming on tap yet. And then I usually start bugging people is that going to be for us? When am I going to get those cakes? Um, but yeah, I can't wait until this wall is just open and we have more space. That's awesome. Uh, for a two-year-old brewery, we have a lot of barrels. I think that's really cool. We yeah, actually have a, a ton more across the parking lot in a storage space. Um, it's awesome. We got that spot over there, but then we realized we don't have a forklift over there, so everything's stored at like one level. Um, <laughs> People are like, just move the forklift over there, but there's not really a way to safely move a forklift. It was hard enough for us to get the forklift in here. Um, most of them are absentium. We are starting to do some cool things. We have some scotch ale in a couple of them. Uh, I believe we are gonna get a double chocolate milk stout. We put barley wine in barrels the other day. So now we're starting to do some of those off styles where before we were simply just doing IPAs and stouts continuously got asked for stouts on tap um, to the point that I was like, next time we do a double IPA, let's just call it an Imperial Hoppy Blonde stout. And we did, and it pissed a lot of people <laughs> off, so. But it's fun, you know, if people can't make jokes about it. One thing people love to ask us is why a goat? Um, I've gotten lots of answers. My favorite answer is because they're cute and they're assholes, just like our owner. And I thought that was a direct <laughs> quote from our owner. It turns out it's not, and he doesn't like it when I say that. So now I only say it when he's not around. Um, but the goats during the Prohibition era just had very much of a presence there. And then the Geico commercial where the goat is always like, meh, meh, meh. That that's like my owner's favorite thing to do to people. And yeah. Second murder up was the hook day. Yeah, right? We should have done a camel. Almost a camel. <laughs> And when like it looks like he's cocking yeah. guns when yeah. he's like, oh my god, it looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good. Really well, yeah. Well, we're not here. I mean, we are here to talk about movies sometimes if we want to, but we also want. we're here we're to talk about, about beer. beer mainly. Also, yeah. So three quarters of us are drinking the cobbler, the Hawaiian cobbler. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've got the Sea Dragon. Which is awesome. Basil Blonde. Basil Blonde. It's so good. So good. It's their collaboration. It's one of their many collaborations with the Georgia Aquarium. Mm -hmm. You can taste the sea. Let, yes. let me try yes. that one. Oh, yeah, you want to get another one? One of three? Yeah. Three? Four? 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 Three. So it's the, the Sea Dragon, the 
they have a penguin it's, one. Oh, it smells Whale shark. Whale shark. It does. Yeah. It and does. then the, the, the sea otter stout. Sea otter stout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we know our stuff. Yeah. yeah. Nice. What do you guys have over here? You have the the cobbler. 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 I I need in on this cobbler. So if you're if you're not southern, you're not gonna understand this, but I keep saying that this thing tastes like an ambrosia salad. Oh yeah. But okay. a fresh ambrosia salad, not fresh the kind, ambrosia salad. not the frozen fruit kind your grandma salad. makes and leaves yeah. in the freezer for. Not a while. my grandma. No, no, not my. Not no, my specifically grandma. your grandma. This is what you got. She yeah, makes a so. nasty ambrosia salad. <laughs> just whoa. Just, my grandma was actually a really terrible. Cook, Leona so. Miller is a saint. I'll have you know. And she makes an awful ambrosia salad. Damn. How dare you, Damn. madam? Shots I bite my fired. thumb at you, sir. I threw a trident. <laughs> so we've been to a lot of breweries today, friends. Oh, man, this mm -hmm. has been a great day. Started at Monday Ooh. night. Went to Second Self. What, yeah. was, um, what was your favorite brew at Second Self? Oh, shit. I did. I really like that uh, that Thai wheat. It's so good, that right? Really good. That's my favorite. It was very. It reminded me of just like a chai tea. Yeah. And yeah, and then uh, yeah, it's just very individualistic. I it's like a, that. It's a good pool beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, for how much flavor it has going on, it was really light and crisp and bubbly and and really refreshing. Yeah. With like curry going on, but not in the hot like settling sort of way yeah yeah like the wake you up in the morning kind of curry yeah. i pretty much always have a six pack at home and i eat green curry all the time so it's definitely a big pairing so great. i'd like to cook with that it's yeah. yeah so you like the green curry all the time what's mm -hmm. the difference between the green and yellow or or white or whatever color that they have a curry do you, I, no. think, I think Ben knows that better than any of us, right? No, don't put me on the spot. Do you, oh, I'll do it. I'm going to point this mic at you. Hey, what's up? Uh, uh, I have no fucking clue. Um, anyways, <laughs> no, honestly, I don't. I mean, I know it I mean, it literally has to do with the color of the actual curry, which just has to do with what's input. I don't know the ingredients. Okay. But I think okay. it is literally the color. But isn't it like also a difference in spice level, too? Ooh, that's what I figure with like tomatillo sauce. Exactly. Yeah. Some some curry dishes just naturally are spicier than others, but again, that just comes down to what's in the actual curry itself. So, oh, I'm pre I'm projecting. Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what's green curry, but this I is our cell phone and I'll look it up. This is our Caucasian curry expert. Yeah, nice. That's Yeah, good job. Good Thank job. Yeah. That's the best curry wrong. definition I could do, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, good. And you guys Thank are you. not at all overwhelmed by the high ABV at Scofflaw. You guys settled right in with oh, us. Oh yeah, no. no. No, we're good. Seriously, it's not a uh, well because we we'll, we started podcasting was not how Brew Chat started really. Mm -hmm. We I imagined a travel show when I made my vision board. Baby steps. Yeah, it was a travel show like about beer, and then it just sort of molded into a podcast. Nice. And easy to produce. Yeah, and one of our main things that we we'll do is we'll go to these uh, these craft beer festivals in Chattanooga area and sort of cover them and show like kind of an Anthony Bourdain no reservations thing like these are the beers you should really like yeah Bell's Oberon is there they're they're <laughs> everywhere like don't worry about that like go check this out you know that sort of thing and it's just over time filming those especially after doing like Southern Brewers Fest or we uh, we covered Helen's Oktoberfest one year. That was We fun. just had to train ourselves. Like, 
That's stronger than I've been in a while. Yeah. No, you, he threw up out of the moving vehicle, barely nice. down the I did do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were like, he was like, man, I got you got to pull over. I got to throw. I was like, dude, there's a cliff next to you. We can't pull over. I got to pull over. And just, yeah, I lost some clear coat on my truck. Right oh, there. no. Oh, God. Um, the best but no, it's just, and not trying to sound macho or anything. It's just, it's like how people work out and just over time, like, yeah, high grab yeah. beer is not going to, I can enjoy it and not get slapped on my yeah, ass. I, yeah, I fully, yeah. I fully relate to that. Yeah. I, I, I guess I was speaking in terms of like bringing, if you were to just bring your friend oh, yeah, that's who isn't happen. a regular yeah. beer drinker, oh, no it would way. be overwhelming. Yeah. I can definitely see how people don't make it to the end of this tour. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Because you but get excited too. Accepted. Like I want yeah, to definitely. do a sequel to this video. Yeah, we down. conquer this thing. Yes. We're coming back. Yes. I mean, I feel like ASW has to be like the wall for people where they're like, they start getting the liquor in. I mean, you try, so the, so ASW is fantastic. They did, they have one um, that what that I had you guys try at Mustn Turner's, the Fiddler. It's yep. so the fucking so good. good. It is so fucking good. I think I can handle it, especially if there's tacos somewhere in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, you guys missed. We got Alton Brown. Alton Alton Browns. Yeah, oh. if there's tacos in the mix, that door is done. Yeah. <laughs> you said we got Alton Brown's favorite tacos around here somewhere, right? Yes. Uh. Well. Uh. Hong Kong. Favorite. Hong Kong. Yeah. Favorite taqueria. Yeah, right on the corner yeah. down here. Nice. nice. Super good. I have an answer to that chili question. Ooh. Oh, so, okay, okay. The name, I'm not going to try to pronounce it because I will offend somebody. Do it. Guarantee it. Uh, I mean, green curry is a Thai dish. And um, the name actually means uh, sweet, sweet green, essentially. Um, Ooh, the nut. It is I'm made with uh, <laughs> uh, green chilies. So it's literally just the ingredients. So it was as simple as I said. Yeah. Nice. So not That's as good to fun of an answer, but the answer. But the actual answer. Very literal. <laughs> yeah. Now you know. The more you know. Sidebar, Caroline, this was a Cold Stone song. This was totally a Cold Stone. You guys like <laughs> a single time. We had the same these playlist, guys. and it was like 15 songs, and it was all these like. Seriously, anytime I see like little one dollar bills going into a jar, I'm like, uh, Cold Stone. Yeah, yeah. Cold Stone. Yeah. <laughs> but, but did you sing the lyrics, or was it like, Wake me up before you Cold yeah, Stone? We oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, that's real good. Yeah. You remember that song yeah. that we made up that you, me, and like tall, skinny Justin? Okay, so okay it's at Cold Stone, at, you may not remember this, but I just do because I have a weird memory. So the <laughs> so the Gia is where you keep all the yeah, ice cream, yeah. and then the stone is where it's all like yeah. mixed up. So we there's the floor, yeah, right. So yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, you've, like, you've got like the Gia stone. Yeah, you have the yeah. Gia, the stone. So anyways, we the, the popular song at the time was from the window to the wall. Oh no! So we had this song. How'd you skeet skeet. Okay, so. Stone, stone. No, no, listen, listen. And a so, stone, 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 stone. To the gear, to the stone, to the stone, to the fudge drip down my cone, my cone. Oh, <laughs> I'm dead, I'm dead. My the funeral was 348 today. There is no way. I was so I'm much dead. fun. And Beth was like, I don't really know how to Till the fudge dip drip <laughs> down my no, cone. Like, I don't know how to feel about this. And then go hit a sip of vodka in the freezer. And then she would come out and be fine. I bet yeah. that vodka oh, was such a great song. I bet that vodka was cold as fuck. Yeah. Oh, it was great. <laughs> it was cold stone as fuck. We used to wet our hands and go stand in the uh, 
because we had a fridge and then we had a freezer mm -hmm. and the blast freezer was like 30 to 30 below zero or something ridiculous <laughs> and we would wet our hands and go stand in there as a contest yep yeah. that was the best so this may be a stupid lame question but you've only got to sample a, a couple if only one beer from these places yeah if you had to pick one that you're the most interested in coming back and trying more of and if you can't that's fine I would say Red Brick, mm -hmm. definitely. I mean, that's where we are now. There's there's this beer I have. There's all the other beers that you guys have had that I've tried that are amazing. And I've always wanted more Red Brick. I always get the Laughing Skull because <clears throat> it's an awesome amber. But I want more. And there's 20 beers that they brew here on draft here. It's ridiculous. And I want all of them. Yeah, they all sound delicious. Every single time we've come, like every time I've been here, there's some, they have like a completely different list. See, was it Scofflaw? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I was a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. super fun. Outside of Scofflaw, like a lot of people either love them or hate them, mm -hmm. where they're like, oh, there are a bunch of fucking dicks over there. Oh, this, but. Get, going over there and actually talking with them was awesome because they're like, well, we're, we just are who we are. Exactly. It's There's like, no bullshit. Loved it. I loved it because, you know, like, I don't know. I just thought that they were super real, mm -hmm. super like, just like whatever, like non-judgmental. Just like, yeah, our neighborhood takes care of us. Like, mm -hmm. and, you know. and in that same breath, in the same way that they stand up to who they are as people, they're also responsible for their shortcomings in the past. And like, we weren't as strong as we are right now. We're yeah. not going to pretend like that never happened. We're learning from it, and that's part of our story. We yeah. don't have two separate stories. Yeah. What we yeah, were yeah. and then what we're now, and that's yeah. what I like. You so got to make sure to get better and well, always be moving forward. It kind of reminds me of a certain place in Chattanooga. I won't call them out on mm -hmm. here. You can, but now everybody <laughs> from Chattanooga that's listening to this will know who this is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, there's a certain brewery in Chattanooga that they got kicked out of the first location. I, I don't know exactly what happened. I don't. I, who knows? Don't know what happened. They got booted out of the first location. And then they, they're now in another location down on the south side of Chattanooga. They're not brewing the best beer in town. It's not, I mean, by far not the best beer in town. And not they, the worst anymore. Yeah, it's not the worst anymore. They have improved. <laughs> this is Maury. We're going to start making you show us receipts. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> but it's like, they are the first ones to step up and say some shit. Like... About every spring when AB InBev comes through buying people up, mm -hmm. these guys are the first, they're the last people AB InBev is ever going to buy up. Yeah. But they're the first ones to put some nasty thing out there on social media or on their website. It's like, you know what? We're never going to fucking sell out. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, we're here for the community. It's like, yeah, but your beer's not that good. So yeah, I'm glad to see that these people seem sort of in that vein, but they can back it up. Because I'm fine if you want to have an attitude, but back it up with a good exactly. product. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it's like, why are you screaming, stop looking at me yeah. when no one's giving you a 10? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Don't look at me. <laughs> we're not. We're not. Oh, you're here? Oh, we didn't even see you come in. <laughs> Uh, I have another beer for everybody to try. Yay! So, um, this is their uh, penicillin. Ooh! What is I it, I thought sir? about this one. Okay. Yeah, so let me go to my picture so I don't mess this up. So this is um, this is a tart IPA with clove, passion fruit, vanilla, lime, and guava. Ooh! And it is just what? as weird as it sounds, but very good. Ooh, that is good. It's it looks thick as hell. Yeah. It's got all those things. Yep. Yeah. You said passion fruit, lime, 
Guava, vanilla. For some reason, vanilla works and all that. It does. I it kind of like, kind of like, kind of like the rug that ties the room together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh. And naming it penicillin is risky. Do people like feel um, a medicine in any I'm way? I'm allergic to penicillin. We're gonna go there. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like it too. I like how wild this that is. is. Beautiful. I'm taking one more sip. Oh, it's wild. It's juicy. Did y'all want to try? Yeah, try and this. penicillin, uh, at the risk of grossing anybody out, at the finish, I do taste bubblegum medicine that I took as a kid when I was uh, sick. So, yeah. That's delish. That's really good. It's mm. different. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Should have brought my gear. It's part of their uh, spring break uh, beers. Ooh. Oh, it's just a seasonal one. Oh, dude. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, these it's are like great. A, it's not too sweet though. Kind of flat. Like I don't want to say flatten out in a bad way, but it, like the flavor doesn't like. You know how sometimes if something's tart, it's like. But this oh, is just yeah. kind of like. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh, it's yeah. like kind of nice. Well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, yep, exactly. That's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I don't want to say flat when I'm tasting beer. <laughs> Could we be at a lull <laughs> enough for me to go get another pour? Absolutely. Me great. too, please. Yeah. This, this nine gems is so yummy. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Is the peanut beer? Yep. It kind of tastes, and I I mean, this is just me, um, but I, it tastes like that southern jam, the peanut butter and jelly, mm -hmm. like a little bit. Peanut butter jelly time? Yes. Oh, I know it. Is it southern jam? I know it's not it southern well. jam. Who is it? <laughs> yeah, there it go. <laughs> peanut butter jelly time. Who was it? It was the banana. Peanut butter jelly time. He. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah. There was a banana that. We all know there was a banana. Yeah. We all know it was a banana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, with a baseball Catawba, bat. Catawba. 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 Yep. There we go. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys. Go. Our bus is here. Our bus nice. is here. Okay. Cool. Well, Shit. Well, so I'm gonna finish off this beer. Here you go. You can have this for a minute. Done holding the mic. Well, I'm, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, yeah. We've got a lot of beer to drink. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, Please do. Yeah, it's so yummy. Thank you guys for listening. If all those sips and giggles didn't have you planning your trip to the Atlanta Beer Bus, we can't endorse it enough. Their website, atlantabeerbus.com, has the list of all their stops day by day. You can see the visual party on Facebook and Instagram at Atlanta Beer Bus. There's nothing like it in the city, and it's only going to get better. Thanks again to Tessa and Scofflaw for the tour. You can keep up with all things GOAT on Facebook and Instagram at Scofflaw Beer. Also, if you haven't already, you've got to subscribe to Brew Chat. They're a couple of great guys, and we loved hanging out with them. Keep up with them on Facebook and Instagram at Brew Chat. That's chat with two T's because Chattanooga. Hmm. We'll be back again in two weeks with another lady in beer, and we hope you'll join us. Cheers. Cheers.